Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Dominic Patton. And I'm Anthony D'Alessandro. And this is the Deadline Podcast. Yes, we're back just in time. The Deadline Podcast, Hero Nation. It is our San Diego Comic-Con edition. The Fanboy Convention is returning in person after a three-year absence. Marvel is here. Dwayne Johnson is here. And the House of Dragon is busting its doors open. So, and Dom- Walking yeah. Dead is here for its what we think will be its final Hall H appearance ever as the AMC Zombie Apocalypse show goes into its last episode starting this fall. Guaranteed, we're going to get a trailer and a premiere date. Maybe Norman Reedus and Jeffrey Dean Morgan will banter about their respective spinoffs. Maybe Melissa McBride will tell us why she is not now appearing in said spinoffs. Nonetheless, tons galore. And Star Trek, the entire Trek first will be there. But Anthony, let me ask you this. Wait a second. On the eve of this starting, on the eve of this starting, I guess tonight's premiere night, but they slightly scaled it down a little bit. What do you think? Like, is Comic-Con, is it relevant? Well, I, I, I think it is. Dominic, I'm fearing, I'm fearing a huge crowd here. I mean, they usually attract like 130,000 people. And I, I'm just, you know, I mean, get your hazmat suit on. Forget about your costume. If you're, Super if you're spreader, baby. Around. Super spreader. You know, it's, what do the numbers look like? Well, the numbers, they are slightly down in cases. I just checked at 12,800 uh, for the week uh, for, for positive COVID cases. However, schools here are mandating masks uh, and military installations. Um, it remains to be seen whether they're, now the city's on the CDC high list, but it remains to be seen if they're threatening to go to put a mask mandate in place like LA is. Um, but my but my understanding was Comic Con organizers are asking for vaccination uh, cards, evidence of it, and they're asking yeah. for people to wear masks in the convention center. Is that correct? Well, that is correct, and I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Um, see, uh, see, that's that's my biggest problem with all of this, and it's not just a Comic Con; it's at LAX, it's everywhere else. You know, I was at the airport not too long ago, and there was an announcement like. There, LA County has a mass mandate in areas like the airport and such as LAX, blah, blah, blah. And I literally heard a dude laugh because I looked around and like one third of the people in the in a crowded airport were not wearing masks and nobody did anything to enforce it. Like yeah. there wasn't even a like, hey man, can you put a mask on? You're sitting next to a 90 year old. There was nothing. Like uh, at South by Southwest, uh, they use the exact same health digital app health pass for um that that comic-con is using and look it remains to, to be seen if security is actually going to stop everyone and say hey show me your badge and then how they enforce it you know how do you enforce a mob uh especially outside 
you know, when everyone's, and then if you're wearing a mask, you don't you wear a mask on a mask. Well, and the other, I mean, yeah, there is that. Is there like, you know, do you wear your mask inside or outside of your Darth Vader outfit? But I mean, the thing is logistically, and I'm sorry for some of you who are bored by this, but you know, this is what we do. Logistically, we'll talk about the blockbusters in a minute, the temples in a minute. But logistically, like when you enter the convention center, you do have to scan your pass and you do have to walk past at least one security official, sometimes through a, some years they've had metal detectors. I'm not sure if that's happening this year. Um, so there's, there is a process by which you can be, in, you know, you can be asked, are you, you know, are you, are yeah. you vaccinated? Yes, I sent my card in. Let me see the scan. Oh, you're wearing your mask. And there's a process by which they can say, look, buddy, turn around. Like you can't come in. Right. The issue that I think is going to happen is you're going to have someone get stroppy, not not want to wear a mask or wearing it incorrectly below the nose, which I don't understand because nobody looks good in that outfit at all. Um, and then they're going to get into a dust up with a security guard and there's going to be like 1400 people behind them who are then going to start yelling at the security guard. Look, I got to get in. I'm supposed to be here. Like, imagine if it's you or I, we're going to be like, we got to be at this panel in Hall H in five minutes. Move along, you know? Well, so at that point, said security guard is probably going to be like, eh, just promise me you'll put the mask on later, dude, and let the guy in. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see how this chaos ensues. Okay, now let's take the chaos to another level. Return of Game of Thrones, essentially, with House of the Dragon uh, on Saturday. There's the Trek verse. Saturday's the day. I mean, let's be clear. I mean, there's yes. a lot of fun happening. It's oh, slight, yeah. slightly, I want to say downsized. I would say more like um, compacted this year as they return for the first time since 2019 to a full on, whether or not, you know, the days are still ticking down where that'll go. Of all the things, and you've talked about Marvel already a little bit, what do you think is the, uh, what do you think is the one to look out for? The one to look out for? Well, well, of course, definitely Marvel, Warner Brothers Theatrical DC, they'll be loud with Dwayne Johnson, course house of dragon lord of the rings be very interesting and i think star trek there's always a lot packed into star trek dominic yeah the, the, that trek first panel is also a mega panel because they'll do they'll do some picard they'll do some strange new worlds they'll do some animation they always put a lot in there and i think one of the things that's interesting about the picard panel which full disclosure i have hosted at hall in hall h at comic-con before moderated and yes patrick stewart and i do share the same haircut um i they're going into a third season, which we know is the final season of Picard, which we know has been filmed. So literally the final scene with Jean-Luc, as Sir, Pat, Sir Patrick as Jean-Luc, has been shot. They're either going to offer surprises, but this is also might be, you know, maybe not, a, not, maybe not a goodbye, but an au revoir. And that's going to be a pretty big deal because I was on stage when Sir Patrick walked out to announce that Picard was coming. And it was like, it, it was the Rolling Stones and the Beatles and Jay-Z all showed up at once. I mean, it was what, a massive thing. What about that Michelle Yeoh uh, spinoff series? Is that still happening? It is still happening. But I think, look, if you haven't paid attention to Michelle Yeoh's career in the past year, she's been kind of busy in helping to save the universe and being kind of full of excellence. So I think that that's a process for them. Um, but I think that, you know, it's clear Paramount Plus's idea is there is, or CBS Studios, you know, there, there will be all, there will be a Trek show on Paramount Plus at every point of the year, be it Discovery, Strange New Worlds, Lower Decks, Picard, 
and whatever comes with Michelle Yeoh and whatever comes with other spinoffs, which I'm sure that they're thinking about. Maybe there's a Jerry Ryan spinoff uh, to come out of Picard, et cetera, et cetera. There might be some news about that at, at Comic-Con, but there's definitely a game plan. And they're not the game plan doesn't only run till next year. So for sure, there's something and there's more happening. What do you think, you know, there's an interesting point that, that you and uh, our colleague Lynette Rice brought up in your Comic-Con stage setter uh, earlier, where you talked about, yes, Marvel, lots of stuff, Black Panther sequel, She-Hulk TV show, et cetera, et cetera. And a unique place now, because unlike 2019, now with Disney Plus up and rocking, the synergy between the, the, the Marvel movies and the Marvel TV shows is complete. The Marvel's, the, the movie that is coming is just, but, but one of those and the appearance of Captain Marvel um, and, and a whole kind of Marvel game. Um, but are they really saving the real juice for- you No, know, I, I, I had heard that. And they say this every year. They're like, oh, they're going to put more emphasis on D23. But here's the thing, Dominic, going back three years ago, the last time they were here, they made such a huge, huge presence. And what's really interesting is that everything that they announced, everything that they announced, and again, it was big because they were approaching Disney Plus, so they were announcing the series, but everything that they announced has been released down to the T. No, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, wait, wait. Most of the stuff that they gave hard dates to, Loki, WandaVision. um, We have still... But the but remember one of one the marquee of their presentation back in 2019 was Mahershala Ali yes, coming at out the end, to at be the end. Blade, you right. know, and 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 seemingly with Wesley Snipes' blessing, which is a powerful thing in my opinion. But they announced a ton of stuff, and it, it's almost like they knew the pandemic was coming. They announced a ton of stuff, and then they had like right at Did the you end. Just achieve your virtually your own Thanos snap there. <laughs> and then at the end, they just kind of, you know, with placards, they're like, we got mutants, we got Fantastic Four, we got Blade with Mahershala. Um, and so they're, they announced stuff that, yes, we haven't seen yet. I, I mean, I think that we're going to see a lot of stuff. I think we're, de- of course, Wakanda Forever, of course, She-Hulk, uh, because that's coming out on August 17th. But I bet you we see some Ant-Man and the Wasp that's coming out in February. Guardians of the Galaxy, which is kicking off the summer. Volume three. The Marvels, uh, which is going to be coming out on July 28th next year, slightly after the next Comic-Con. But they haven't dated. uh, They have an open slot November 3rd, 2023 for an untitled Marvel movie. So it'll be interesting to see what's that going to be. And if it is, in fact, real. But I think they're going to show a lot. I, I can't. The, the great thing about coming, you know, we've been dealing with these virtual confabs, you know, during the pandemic. They really don't work. No. You're going to fight for eyeballs. It just doesn't when you're There's in- no excitement. I mean, the thing that yeah. the, 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 the trick of Comic-Con is the crowd. That's the trick. Exactly. Like the, the, it, 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 having a, it, you know, co- virtual Comic-Cons, almost all virtual conferences, I would say, you're, you're, you're just playing in a hollow room. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, setting off an earthquake on the San Andreas Fault. I mean, when it comes to promoting something down here. Yeah. And studios and networks know that. Yeah. What's interesting is who is skipping? 
there, there is, there's really zero Netflix here. I mean, they're not, they're not here in a way like Paramount Plus is, like, like Apple TV Plus is. I mean, they have one. Well, they, but I would also say Netflix, for all their troubles and all their attempts at resetting or advertising or, hey, we, 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 we lost but one in terms of their subscriptions, they're just not really in this space yet. You know, I mean, I guess Red Notice as a franchise eventually could get here. But obviously that would mean Dwayne Johnson would be like triple dipping. And with Black Adam, I don't think he's really willing to, to shift focus right now. So I think you've got all these elements there. Now we talk, you know, there's going to be a, Marvel is going to own the con for mm -hmm. sure. Because yeah. literally the architecture of the schedule gives it to them. They're at five o'clock on Saturday. They have an hour. They'll probably go longer because Feige always does. Yeah. And they'll blow, 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 blow. And the, uh, the fact that they, the fact that they probably due to the fire marshal can't let off fireworks inside Hall H is the only thing that they will only trick they won't try to pull. So everybody leading up to that, Walking Dead leading up to that, DC leading up to that, Star Trek leading up to it, everybody knows they're going to be lost in the tidal wave. So my question is this, is you've been doing this for so many years. We've been doing this for so many years. Is it worth it for others when they know they're like, yeah, but it doesn't matter because we're the the landslide is coming. We're gonna we're gonna be washed away. No, I I think clearly. I mean, the sad state of affairs, and this has been this way for a while, is how um, you know, stream well, streaming in the in the TV series constantly outnumber film. I mean, if you think about it, I mean, that's just even though theatricals come back and rebounded and even though the best types of movies at the box office that that work are marvel you know marvel and comic book films there's it they're like the minority down here yeah so there is a lot of and and the fact that marvel and, and also let, let's be clear i mean as you pointed out there's the lord of, there's amazon's huge budget lord of the rings right they're finally pulling back the veil on there's Marvel properties like She-Hawk. There's great shows like Paramount Plus is evil as long along with their Star Trek stuff. There's ghosts, you know, there are, and, and there's House of the Dragon, which is really, let's be clear, like that's really where HBO wants to go. HBO, I think, if you look at all the spinoffs and the possible Snow series that George R.R. Martin and others have talked about, and we've written about, HBO want to become the GOT network. Just like AMC wants to be the TWD network, right? Because because that's you know that's what works. That that's where the eyeballs are. The prestige stuff is nice, but if they can pull in the mass audience and get some love out of it, awards wise, that's the unicorn. Again, the news is. I also think the news here is who isn't here. Yes. So missing, obviously, because he doesn't have a CBS show anymore. But I think he 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 has that HBO Max show. Is Conan. Conan yeah. is is so not here. It's always great, ha you know, seeing him tape the shows and just and sometimes he's a moderator and it just brings a great vibrancy uh, to to Comic Con. The other thing is, um, you know, with all the cancellations of the CWDC series, they are largely not. They are not here. Mm -hmm. I mean, peace I mean, there, there's some. I mean, there's some visual presence in and around San, San Diego, but not a lot. I mean, Peacemaker, season two. Come on, why wouldn't you do that here? 
Well, I think that's because of Guardians of the Galaxy, and there might be conflicts on that. I, I, yeah, I, I, I was thinking might, that. Might be some I was thinking there. the same thing myself. I think, you know, the, the thing that's interesting to me is I think there's always, every con, there's a couple of surprise hits. And I want to talk about them. For one thing, the royalty known as Keanu Reeves will be among us. Yes. He, he's going to come to talk about his comic book. Um, but clearly, there are some other people also around. So... Don't be surprised if there isn't some John Wicking happening. Yeah, I, I mean, talk about, there's no such thing as a coincidence. I mean, Chad Stileski, the director of John Wick Chapter 4, is on a Collider director's panel. I mean, come on, someone's got to drop a trailer here. Keanu has to kind of walk on stage like, what? You're having a panel? I didn't know. I mean, two guys, and... and and by the way, Lionsgate has um, tried to stunt here before. They once did a screening of a, uh, a Blair Witch movie that no one knew was a Blair Witch movie, and they kind of revealed it down here. Yeah. The last I night. also think another interesting one that's going to happen is uh, on Thursday, Shatner on Shatner. You know, the original Captain Kirk will be with, with uh, Kevin Smith, who is, of course, Comic-Con royalty unto himself. Not quite at the level of Shatner, clearly, but who is? You know, the guy's literally, he's been to the final frontier, figuratively and literally. Um, but Shatner is always fun for stuff. And he will he will opine as he does. God's blessed. Hopefully he will sing because that is where the heavens open. But I think there are some special stuff. Frank Miller's going to be there. You know, not always as high profile as some of the big things that happened in some of the, in Hall H, what have you. But the interesting thing is, I do feel like Comic-Con has finally learned the lesson that Yes, the big names and the big movies and the big studios are great for you. They pay the bills. But don't forget the creators. The creators are what give you the hardcore, hardcore fans. Totally. And they win you over. So the Shatners, Shatner, not a creator, but an icon. The Frank Millers, I really think there's going to be some good stuff there. What are you most looking forward to for the entire con? Oh, gosh. That's... I mean, I, I'm really intrigued to see how, how House of Dragon excites, um, how Amazon hooks everyone into this Lord of the Rings. I mean, yeah, that's my one. Lord of the Rings is mine. I mean, Peter, Peter, the Jackson Rings of Power is 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 the Holy Grail. How do you how do you top that? Yeah. Um, and I'm really intrigued to see the surprises that come out of Star Trek. Yeah. You know? So I also think too, it's an interesting place to look at, you know, from where we were in 2019, all these streamers are now part of the game, you know, and I look, I don't think the business of Hollywood, which makes up obviously the, the, the bones of what we do at deadline. I don't think that particularly moves and grooves the, um, the cosplayers uh, in hall H or anywhere else at comic-con. But I do think that reality of the content and the amount of content that has now become available to them and how that genre, which decade over a decade ago became the thing that keeps the lights on in Hollywood is now overflowing the cup, so to speak. So I think people are coming for a lot of stuff. But I think when you look at Walking Dead, when you look at the Game of Thrones franchises, et cetera, people and, and of course, Marvel and what's going to happen in the next phase of the MCU. And if DC under the new Warner Brothers Discovery leadership with David Zasloff and gang finally are going to be able to turn this thing around and like, I don't know, have a Superman movie that's not like, you know, okay at best. Maybe even have like, maybe even nail on like, oh, we actually have a Superman right now. I don't have a problem if that's Henry, by the way, coming back. Um, I think that you're going to see a lot of forward leaning here. We're looking, for me, I'm looking at Comic-Con 2022 
as what's going to be Comic-Con 2023 and Comic-Con 24 and what's going to be the landscape at that point. When Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power and when House of the Dragon aren't the prequels or an, and spinoffs of their of the mother shows and the mother movies, but they're they're the status quo. That's going to be interesting to look at. And hey, uh, let's let's hope there's not a greater pandemic coming out of this. Well, you you know, just, after everybody, everybody's got to stay there. safe. Everybody's got to stay safe. Well, listen, Comic-Con is here. Our team is going to, Deadlines team, we're going to be covering it the entire rest of the week and the weekend. There's going to be lots of stuff on Deadline.com, lots of stuff on our Deadline Twitter and Instagram feed. So, you know, eyes open, my friends. Looking forward, feet moving. Stay safe, stay hydrated, which is the real trick of Comic-Con, actually. And uh, get yourself some good merch because actually one of the good, nice things about Comic-Con is they have lots of exclusive merch. I'm not saying the Marvel booth where you will have to line up for 25 years, but I am saying the Marvel booth where you'll have to line up for 25 years. Also the BBC booth because they're always cool. So thank you for listening to this episode of the Deadline Podcast Hero Nation. Make sure while you're Comic-Conning that you also subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so you never miss an episode. We will be back next week with a Comic-Con debrief. And of course, you can find all of our breaking news coverage of TV, film, business, and everything affecting our industry at Deadline.com. Have a great con. 